0: Are you in a place where you feel like the battle is pressing in around you and it's prospering? Well, get this. Isaiah 54, 17 says, no weapon formed against you can prosper. You are at Equipped to Stand with Sherry Yates, and let's get started. Well, welcome friends. Today, I've just been thinking about this verse a lot. No weapon formed against you can prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Okay, wow. Let's break that down. I think for the most part, the church understands no weapon formed against you can prosper. But do we understand the later part of that verse where it says you need to condemn the words that are spoken against you? So how does that apply? Well, when you go to the doctor or you go to your bank account and it says something other than prospering or something against what you believe to be true in the word or that the Lord has given you a word. Spiral downhill. This is going to work in my favor because no weapon formed against me can prosper. So. Goodness gracious, that's harder to do than you realize because I think our natural mind is really bent towards the negative. So if you're looking at some situation, are you looking at it with the eyes that it's going to work out or the eyes that it's going to crash and burn? How do you look at things? Is it the glass half full or is it the glass half empty? That's a great question because truly the word of God is the glass half full. Because there's nothing impossible with our God. When our baby, Kennedy, was six years old, we were at my grandma's house. Kennedy had a peanut allergy, and my grandma called everyone in my family, and she called them and said, hey, put those peanuts away. If you don't put them away, Kennedy could choke and die. I don't think you understand the gravity of this. When I get there, it better be cleaned up. You better not have them in sight. Nowhere where she can get them or anyone else can eat them. Do you understand? Well... You know, in my adult brain, knowing who God is, I was like, no, she won't. It'll be fine. God has it. No weapon formed against her can prosper. What I missed was this little six-year-old brain heard all those words, and she was mulling them over, meditating them on, thinking like, oh my goodness, could I die from this? Is this going to be a problem? What if something happens, and I get that, and I'm going to die? after that trip it was christmas about a week later kennedy was choking and she would say mom i'm choking i'm going to die mom i'm choking i can't breathe i'm going to die she was flipping out constantly she'd be like pray for me pray for me pray for me she wouldn't leave my side she literally stuck next to me every minute of the day i did not leave her except for one time in 39 days. At night, she listened to testimonies and Bible verses, messages on healing. I kid you not. She put the little iPod shuffle under her pillow and shuffled healing scriptures all night long. Well, I think that season formed this girl's faith. She learned who God was, and she listened to healing testimonies until her faith was so built up I took her to our church, and they prayed over her. They rebuked the spirit of fear and released health and healing and peace, and it was awesome. Yet, it continued. 39 days. On day 40, this sweet little girl woke up and told me that an angel had visited her and told her to choose life. And guess what? Today, I have a copy of that audio. It's not perfect. It's pretty quiet, but I want you to hear it. I want you to hear what happened and what changed that morning she woke up free. She was free indeed. The truth set her free and she made a choice. And I'm asking myself and I'm asking you, have you made the choice? Have you chosen life? Are words from doctors in your bank account and your friends or your spouse running around in your head in such a way that they're defining you or making you not believe God is for you? or that his promises will come to pass. The answer to his promises are yes and amen. He's a good father, and I can tell you that all the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 are still in effect today. So I want you to take a listen to little Kennedy's testimony.
1: One time I had, like, fear me. It was not, not really good at all. So I had, like, like, this uh, uh, thing, but I can't do it right now. It's, it's already gone. And I had fear, like, I was going to die, choking but I prayed for them to help me. Pray- I, I prayed, like, Jesus, please help me. Like, while I was crying, I'm like, Jesus, please help me. And then these three angels came to me and they told me, make a choice. We can't help you. We all we have to say you if you if you if you pray again we're just going to say the exact same thing. Make a choice, and you can choose life or death. And you choose life, I mean death. But you need to choose life, and we can't choose life for you. So you can you can decide. We can't decide for you or anything. So, like a few hours ago, because it was about five o'clock in the morning, a few. Hours ago, like at seven, I mean, nine, I, I, I made a choice, and I made my, made my, made my decision, and I, I didn't choose death, I choose life, and then I had this like, like it, it was sort of like a little pebble. Jesus was like, I mean, Satan, Satan was like this, like this little button. He was like this little, the size of this little button, and then Jesus was like this big. He came over here and he went like, like, get out, get out of Kennedy's but body, and he went like, get out of. He told, he told him like, he went over here and he went like, get out of Kennedy's body. You, this body has the mind of Christ, and then he went, thick. Oh, and he went, whew. placed his spot, cause, cause he was over there, and then he just knocked him off. But he just went over there, get out, of Kennedy's body. I was here first, and you don't need to be here. She does not want to be. She has the mind of Christ, and I was here. Now you kick me out. Now you leave right now. And when they, it didn't even pack up its stuff, it just left. Awesome. It didn't, it, it didn't go, he, he told him to pack up his stuff and leave. He told him, this Jesus, he told him, pack up your stuff, leave. He didn't, he didn't, he, and then he left. He didn't even pack up his stuff. He didn't even bring his suitcase or anything. He just had nothing. He just went away.
0: Well, there you have it. Out of the mouth of babes, choose life. So when someone speaks something over you or does anything to you that doesn't agree with God's presence, his life, what he's done, what he's finished, rebuke it. Speak against it. Say, no, that's not for me. Don't let it take root in your heart. Just like Kennedy, it's just so simple. Stop choosing death and choose life. Thanks for joining me today on quick to Stand. I pray that you and I we'll stand firm in the most loving God who's done more than we can think, ask, or imagine for us already. Let's stand because we're already equipped through his Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all have a great week.